So I was just thinking about how financially managing your money or, you know, just being cognizant for about your money for a long time really does pay off. Um, and you see it just gradually. It's not something that you see overnight and it's not something that happens really, really quickly, but it's just this gradual growth and what you have to focus on it's not just saving your money. That's, that's a component of it. But also think about how can you leverage and improve the, um, wages and salaries that you bring in over the long run. If you're cognizant of both of those and you're paying attention to both of those, where you're reducing your costs, um, and also trying to increase your salary and wages over time, those two things start to, to grow. But then there is a, um, sorry, the costs start decreasing over time. And as well as the salaries and wages start growing over time. But then the other thing to, to think about is that as you have this sort of difference, right, between your salaries and wages and, and costs that are coming in or going out, um, then you have to think about what do you do with that difference? So often what people will do is think about putting this, this money into like cash or maybe they put it into houses. Um, and the thing is, is that you have to think about how do you manage the risk return relationship, right? And anytime that you sort of pick things, it's often unknown whether you're actually going to get a return from that thing. It's hard to figure that out, right? Um, so I'm not a big picker. I don't like that kind of stuff where I'm picking assets, um, you know, and what to invest in. So a house, for example, I'm generally not very good at picking the area in terms of what is going to be a good investment. However, I can look at general trends and I could see long run general trends that will play out. And if you look at that, the best thing that you can often possibly do is to just invest in index funds, and mutual funds. And I'm not talking about specific, you know, industry specific mutual funds, but it's just looking at long run mutual funds that take a swath of the entire marketplace. Um, and the reason is you have this risk involved with picking stocks or picking assets that frankly, I don't think anybody is really good at picking assets. Um, we just don't understand the riskiness of it. So for example, to give you an, ex an example, right? You might be enthralled with a specific um, stock, for example, and it's managed by somebody that's famous and it's well understood what it is. Um, and you might be sort of paying attention to that stock. Well, what you have to do is pay attention to that stock relative to what the market is actually doing. And the market fluctuates depending on economic conditions, but it also fluctuates based on sort of investment conditions and all these kind of things. So you have to look at it relative to what's called the S&P 500. And over the long run, what that is, is just 
the 500 largest companies in the stock market. And what that does is that it sort of smooths out and you can kind of get a bit of where things are based on that, where the overall stock market actually is based on that and what the actual economic conditions are. Now, the problem is that we end up, if we're picking stocks, we end up focusing on that one particular um, stock and we don't look at the broader portfolio that might, something might actually emerge, right? So you might be really interested in automobiles, for example, in the automobile industry, and you pick one company in the automobile industry that you think is going to be really good. But you're neglecting to pay attention to something that happens in the toilet industry. And all of a sudden, these, this certain kind of toilets becomes a really big thing and really popular. And it's hard to pay attention to everything. It's hard to pay attention to all the opportunities that are available. And so the best thing that you could do is just look at it broadly and continue to invest time and time again in kind of a very um, naive way where you're approaching, you're just investing broadly in all of the, the stocks that are out there. Um, to, to capture some of those moments where there is a really big thing that happens and you get access to those opportunities. Um, and the same goes on the negative side, right? So you might be worried about something going down or it goes down. Um, but then if you're invested broadly, then um, you might not be necessarily as affected as much from that thing going down. So I think like overall, by looking at where you're investing and sort of paying attention to financial management of your wealth um, or what you're the, um, just managing your money by thinking about increasing your, your salaries and wages coming in, decreasing the costs, your household costs. And then as well, on the other side is thinking about that what do you do with that extra money? Um, thinking about where you can actually invest it in. You do that over 20, 30, 40 years, which seems really long. But if you do that over 20, 30, 40 years, it turns into something that is really quite substantial that many people would consider as, as, um, as substantial as a really significant amount of money. And I think that's what you do. You just do that time and time again, pay attention to it, look at things, trying to be, um, you know, I think where we run into issues is when we're trying to make money very quickly and very quickly is over the next five, 10 years. But if we take this sort of broader long run approach, where you're looking at it, that in 30 years, this is going to pan out things are going to be a lot different. You're going to make a lot different choices and you're not going to be as hurried and you're going to make wise choices along the way. All right, take care and have a wonderful day.